0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to My Best Friend Thinks Think She's Buffy. Buffy, starring Buffy. <laughs> Which is me, Janna. Buffy as Gianna, and me, Giles, <laughs> as Marley. Giles as we know it is Marley <laughs> Yule. Actually, I was watching this, this week's episode
1: and thinking that, yes, you are actually Giles. I
0: feel very Giles right now. But even
1: in Giles, can I just say this right off the bat, uh-huh. even in Giles' funny little foibles... Like at the very, very beginning of this episode, which was The Witch. Episode three. Episode three, The Witch. When Amy's mama goes uh, full, you know, full witch yes. on Sunnydale High. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about that first scene when Charles was like, what could you be thinking? How could you? you don't you know that people rely on you, that, that their lives are in your hands? And, sh- and she's like... What's the big deal? I just joined the cheerleading squad.
0: <laughs> How could you? How could you?
1: <laughs> Even in moments like that, I'm like, oh my God, Marley would have this speech. It would be so Black funny. and white. Yeah. How could you
0: do this? <laughs> How could you be a cheerleader? <laughs> wow, I'm really black and white. <laughs> yeah, you're a very simple person, not complex at all. Well, we'll get into cheerleading because... We will get into... We have to. I was a cheerleader. Yeah, Let's no. just throw that okay. out right now. Okay, okay. Sorry, Giles. Um... But let us uh get into, I guess, what's the sitch. What's the sitch? Tell me what's happening. What's, what's the sitch? sitch? Tell me. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what's happening. Uh so the witch. Uh this or I guess it's just witch. It's uh, just the witch. Are you referring to the v itch? The V itch. Uh, Gosh,
1: that is such a good film. It's
0: wonderful. Um, but no, this is not the VV itch. It is witch. Uh and this episode mm-hmm. uh comes right after kind of the two-parter intro to the series. Uh, So we kind of wrap that storyline up. Um, uh, The Masters still at large, but this episode had nothing to do with any of that. No, we even get Buffy who's like, we haven't seen a vampire in a week. Oh, so it's one week later, right? Uh, Into the school year. Yeah. Uh, And we open up and Giles is lecturing Buffy (laughs) on wanting to try out for the cheer squad. And she's like, Yes, I just want to do something normal and safe, uh, but nothing's ever safe in Sunnydale. No, and is I don't. It? I
1: don't blame Buffy for wanting to be a Slayer.
0: I just love. I just love
1: script wise and director wise having this opening as though we're on, as though it's a massive crisis. Mm-hmm. Giles, the irony is just great. Yes, like he, we learn that we can't trust him to have sort of a, a reasonable response Objective. to high school things. Yes, absolutely.
0: You know, and this this episode really brings us back to high school yes. and the problems and things you do in high school. Mm-hmm. Like these are all things you know, uh, clubs and after school things. We all do them in high school in some form or another, and that is just as important as slaying uh, yes. to Buffy, and which they, is fair, they, I think. They kind of compare slang to an extracurricular. Like, they, it's
1: kind of, it's in that world. Totally. They're, they're, she's like, I want to be able to do more than just slay after school. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, you know, do what I used to do in my old high school before I got kicked out, which is also <laughs> a lot of information you get from Joyce Summers in this episode.
0: Yes. This episode is very, I mean, the theme of the episode is mother daughter. Yes. Uh, And the trials and tribulations of, of mothers and daughters. Uh, and we get a lot more Joyce, which was nice because I didn't care for her at all in the first two episodes. And this one, we got, you know, more of her perspective, more of her opinion. I do think it's sort of this unreliable narrator, though. We just see it kind of from Buffy's perspective because we follow Buffy around most of the time. And we don't really hang out with Joyce with her grown-up business, really. So far, it is a very superficial um a
1: superficial sort of sort of narrative between Buffy and Joyce as well, mm-hmm. considering how much they've gone through. If mm-hmm. she's had to move schools, move cities, there's obviously been some kind of recent separation. Yeah, we n- find or... out
0: that the dad, they split up because Buffy reveals that her parents split up. Yeah. Two, which uh, to Amy, the, the character of the week... We might say <laughs> that's
1: right. The character of the week, mm-hmm. the victim of the week and the victim a way, of too. the week. Yes. But so what's the sitch? Also, what else happens in this episode?
0: Uh, well, they find out uh, witches are things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think in the episode, Buffy talks about she's been slaying for a year and, and she's never seen um, someone spontaneously combust, which is what happens at cheer tryouts is A very good cheerleader. Girl number one. Who is a a grown woman. Like, she is not a child. Uh, Oh, she's given her. Oh, she's great. Absolutely. Uh, she's totally would be,
1: if I had to, if I wanted to combust somebody to get on the cheer squad because I was an evil witch, I would have combusted her first.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, So she gets combusted. It's a new uh, magic, I guess, a new kind of thing that we haven't seen before and Buffy hasn't seen before. Yeah. Uh, so they don't quite know how to deal with it. Luckily, Giles really knows how to deal with it, uh, uh, as he knows how to deal with everything, I guess. How did he? Well, learn they don't know it's this? a witch yet. When yeah. she combusts, all he mm. knows is that
1: in, is that spontaneous combustion has been going on for hundreds of years and is normally provoked by
0: a, rage. a of rage, yeah. <laughs> so they they kind of find out what this uh, these spells are, and it's it's indeed witchcraft, which. Mm. Um, is, I guess, like, it seems feminine to me. It seems like there there's this, like, mother and daughter, and it's very, like, women kind of uh, casting spells, which I guess which to me, calls into the thought of women yeah. doing these things. Although Giles does do the magic, too. which he absolutely does. Uh, means anyone can do magic, if they have the right ingredients and spells. That is true of this world,
1: mm-hmm. yes. Very interesting. But I don't think... I think witch is gendered is typically is typically used to refer to a female or femme person or a female identifying person mm. as they are the witch. Yeah, I think I think warlock is used to refer to the or
0: uh, the male warlock. Version. Yeah, yeah. Of, not wizard. No,
1: not a wizard. <laughs> no, not a wizard. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but but. It's yeah, it's not it's well, not Well, we're like... defining the rules of the yeah. world. Like what and there are I'm just thinking of Giles as a wizard and there is an episode coming up where, <laughs> where he's Giles, a wizard. Well he dresses up like a wizard. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Can't wait. Uh so the they discover this witchcraft and evilness and it all revolves around the cheer team. Uh and also around mother daughter relationships and, and around youth mm-hmm. and and like and being old yes. and wanting you're wasting your youth, which you talked about before as a theme in this show of of older people thinking that young people are wasting their yes. their youth or wasting their time or what they do is frivolous and it's not good enough and yes or that they're not powerful and they don't know anything mm-hmm. and this show I I
1: really do think I mean. I really do think what Joss Whedon is saying is that the youth are an incredibly powerful. They're an incredibly powerful group of people. Mm-hmm. I think that what he's saying is that it's complicated, and that, sure, a lot of the things that you learn when you grow up, um, you might know a lot more when you get older, but the the bravery, the power that you have when you're young is huge. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that he's saying with this
0: whole show. Definitely. And I don't know. Mother-daughter relationships are so interesting. Yes. Like uh, there's always this power yes. thing. Like anyone who is female identified and has a mother-daughter has a mother-daughter relationship. Oh, my God. My mom has this
1: theory. My mom has this theory that we used to fight most of all. She We would fight. Oh, so when Amy's mom is like witchy, getting witchy with it. And is is like <laughs> threatening to send Amy to the dark place. Yeah, um,
0: to the master. Yeah, to, except not to know. the master. To the no, it's like to some witchy I, realm. I was like, oh, it's like the the astral plane or like the demon or or hell. I don't know. Oh yeah when she's when she's threatening to to take her and put her into some
1: kind of dark dimension or whatever she her plans are whoever she's connected with on the witchy world mm-hmm. um she sort of threatens Amy or threatens Buffy or she's threatening Amy a lot in this episode, you know you're wasting your youth or I brought you into this world, and yeah, my mom used to threaten me used to use that those that threat too <laughs> I brought you into this world I can I'll take you take out. you out, yeah.
0: But my mom is like, I was it's like, It's just dramatic. you oh, kill course. me.
1: <laughs> of course. Of course. But it all leads into this, like, very dramatic, I have a very, I do have a very dramatic relationship with my mom. A very loving relationship with my mom. But mm-hmm. it is, it was totally fraught when we were, when I was growing up. And, and I remember her, and it, uh, this just reminds me of, like, maybe, maybe if in another time in another world, if we were witches, maybe this would be more of a fight we would have more often but we used to have this fight well she used to fight with me about about how her theory of why we were fighting so much was because i was reaching the peak of my fertility and she was <gasps> descending into barren hood <laughs> the peak the, like the, as like a 17 year old you're kind of in like sure you're sort of you know you've been i don't I no, I don't know. We'd have to ask her. We'd have to ask her. But um, that must also be when she, was, when she was starting to hit menopause. Although she just
0: had a kid. Oh, God. Well, so, you actually sometimes can have a burst of fertility at the end of your, when you're reaching menopause. I uh, just learned it from Downton Abbey. Oh, Check it out. Oh <laughs> I love our sources on our
1: show. <laughs> For me, it's like, I think I have a distant memory of hearing a rumor back in 1988 about, or 1998 about this Buffy episode, and you, it's like, mountain. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, but but I can relate. I think mm-hmm. that is a long-winded way of saying I can relate to having a very powerful mom mm-hmm. who wasn't afraid to sort of evoke this sort of feminine fight as old as time, this, mm-hmm. like, this battle of the matriarch, that the matriarch might have or might pick with the strongest female she, she perceives to be the strongest female in her community. Mm-hmm. And for me and my mom, that was each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, this episode, I was like, oh, I, I'm so glad it's not like that. Yeah. Because I don't have a, like, my mom didn't give a shit about what I did. Not at yeah. all in high school. No, she was like, you want to do that? That's great. I support you. Mm-hmm. So it was nothing to do with that. Like, the things she would get pissed at me about were other things. Yeah. But,
0: yeah. Passions running high. Yes.
1: But, I
0: yeah. I also love... I like this episode because it had Willow and Xander, like, they're helping. And they're like, well, we're helping too. We're on the team. Uh, and they did. They were there the whole time. I don't know if they really helped that much. I mean... Willow hacked into the computer. Yeah, she was like, "Finally, I can do something
1: hacking (laughs) to to get to know whether or not." I think it was Brooke, who was the first cheerleader that they that she fried that she gave uh that she gave fire hands. Amber, Amber, thank you. Which is kind of like Amber. Amber, that's on purpose. Oh, I just (laughs) clapped. I hope that wasn't too brutal for everyone listening at home it's fine clap along clap along <laughs> with me <laughs> but um yes she hacked into the database to see if amber had any history of rage and that was quickly like not oh, no. on her permanent file she smoked a cigarette That's and that was on her was permanent all. file yes that was what willow was able to find out uh. but don't you love the scene okay so who do we have we have amber mm-hmm. who gets um who gets Fire hands. yeah we get Cord- cordelia who gets blinded like white eyed, who gets white eyed and blinded and can't see Mm-hmm. and then we get buffy who gets drunk drunk and then and then very sick mm-hmm. um yeah wakes up and is all about the orange juice has like a great 15 minutes of cheer practice and then it Goes bad. She throws that girl across the <laughs> show,
0: and I was like, has, "Has Sarah Michelle Gellar been drunk before?" <laughs> like, I mean, I it was I was like convinced, but also it's very funny watching people pretend to be drunk. I think that
1: was also like, this is a children's show. This is a show for teenagers and for adults. But in case there are any children watching, we're not gonna show you this deep dark side really. of being wasted. Yeah. We're gonna show you that people are kind of like giggly and stupid. Yeah. Like she was. Being it's clumsy, like, she was indicating to me that she is very tipsy, <laughs> off of like sourpuss, a cooler, yeah, off of a Boone's, a cooler. Mike's
0: hard lemonade. Yeah,
1: that's more that's more international. That's good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boone's uh... and sa- well, sourpuss might be international. Sure, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what the drink of choice is around the world? Uh, who knows? I think it's sourpuss. <laughs> <laughs> uh so. Yeah, I this episode was great. I love seeing different magics happening, uh, and and women wielding them. Mm-hmm. And, and I, women
1: can both be villains. Oh yeah. And I mean, the mom have, was
0: so hot. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. And isn't she just a fabulous actor? Yeah. And just she, she looks was like, she's sexy. To... Yeah.
0: Yes. She was great. Oh yeah. yes. I was glad. I was like, see, moms can be sexy.
1: Joyce. <laughs> so when she gets when they're in the lab and. Amy's mom. Did we catch Amy's mom's name? I don't have it written down. I don't know what her name was. Amy's mom. We're just going to call her Amy's Amy's mom. mom. It's like we're a 90s pop song. (laughs) Amy's mom has Has got got it going going on. on. She does. (laughs) She does have it going on. Mm -hmm. But when she's casting that final spell, that sort of boss spell Mm -hmm. to send Buffy into the dark place. Where the fireflies light up around her head. And then Buffy kicks out the weird dowel to reveal the mirror above the science cubicle and she gets sort of re her own spell hits her Mm -hmm. that that image of her with her hands in front of her face and screaming with the fireflies is in it's in the opening theme oh yeah it is and it's one of my favorite images yeah it's great
0: so when it comes to images from the show this episode is quite strong Mm -hmm. with images yeah you noted and I noticed, too, they changed up the intro yeah. for this episode. But I don't know if it's for the rest of the season, if they changed it because the the first was, like, their pilot or, like, their intro episode. That's right. They, I think
1: they didn't have anything else to use mm-hmm. after episode one and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so this is, this, I think, and I could be wrong and we can issue a correction, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure this was the first episode Joss and the team wrote um knowing that they had 3 seasons.
0: Oh, so they had they knew they had
1: 3 seasons now. I think now they do. Mm. Yeah. Wow, great. I they they definitely knew they had one. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure cuz it was on the same network for the first 3 seasons for me. Mhm. And I'm going to take that to mean that they They had in their back pocket that there was likely going to be three seasons, but we should check that out.
0: I'll put on the research list. Please do. Giles' research list. Please uh, do. Network info. While you're writing, can I just draw your attention to
1: the hilarious scene, the job that they've given Joyce... Maybe it's not the job. The task that they've given Joyce to be distracted with while Buffy is talking to her about cheerleading is opening these mouth crates
0: of, of artifacts in their kitchen. Okay, I was also like, you do not do that. Like, uh, <laughs> I know. I'm... I thought you were going to stop the show. <laughs> I mean, I know it's funny, but it's just so comically wrong. Like, if she works at a gallery, why wouldn't it be delivered to the gallery? Cause, Cause, there's nothing else they can give Joyce on this show that makes
1: me believe that she wouldn't be listening to Buffy. And,
0: oh, remember, I work at a gallery. I'm opening crates filled with like hay and like a, a fertility statue. Where were these <laughs> shipped from? Like, don't you use an I'm ancient sorry. civilization when you
1: packed when you packed from to move from Regina to Edmonton? I'm sorry, you didn't use
0: hay to separate your fine china. They were out of hay at the hay store. <laughs> The you at the packing <laughs> well and i've packed artworks and statues and like <laughs> you just don't open them in your kitchen that's just rule number I know. one it was very funny i really thought we were gonna stop and have to have a talk about whether we continue. i was like i'm noting this for later but <laughs> she's so it's... stupid do something else she could be like uh i don't know reading an art book I mean, I like they're they're showing Joyce not doing um domestic tasks. Yes, that's really. very important, yeah yeah, because she's so, a working woman. She's she a single could mom. she could be like in another uh context, she could be baking cookies or whatever, but she is opening her crates of of statues, which is cool. absolutely. And she, she has a cool
1: job, and maybe if we had more budget, like if this episode came in a season or two seasons, maybe we would have had Buffy go visit her mom at the gallery mm-hmm, instead of just having everything, everything <laughs> Joyce does be either in the car or in the kitchen, <laughs> yeah <laughs> of the house, so I understand we also get the wicked zinger from Joyce in in response to Buffy's sort of trying to trying to make Joyce feel guilty about how much time Amy's mom spends with Amy practicing mm. cheerleading. We get. Joyce being like, oh, well, it sounds like her mom doesn't have anything else to do.
0: Or it sounds like her mom has a lot of free time. And it's just like, whoa. I know. I know. Joyce is, I mean, in one perspective, I get it because Amy is like, we practice three hours in the morning, three hours after school. And like, I would not practice anything with my child for that long. And Buffy needed to hear, that's not normal. Like, she needed to hear bizarre. Yeah, that's
1: not normal. That's not quality time. That's control freakish territory.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, not quality time. That's different. Those are different things. Mm-hmm. But but Buffy's seeing it and, and was wanting that kind of relationship.
0: But not knowing how to communicate it exactly. And I
1: also believe not actually wanting it. Yeah. Like in that moment and when it comes to cheerleading, yes. Mm-hmm. But overall, no. We see, like, it's very cool. Buffy is an incredibly independent... High school person. Mm-hmm. Yes, her mom is squeezing her fresh, homemade orange juice with in the morning. juice
0: machine that just, like, rotates like a juicer. Thing.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh, yes, this woman who has no time to help her daughter with cheerleading has time to squeeze oranges in but the morning. But it looks like one of
0: those 90s fad appliances. Like, it nobody does. has that.
1: <laughs> it does. For me, there's just a little bit of, like, dissonance between sort of what Joyce... It's just obviously written for Buffy's... The, to To propel Buffy's motivations forward, not necessarily because it makes sense that Joyce would do these things
0: yeah, I don't feel like Joyce is a real person right now. Not quite she's yet, just hey? doing weird like things that are sort of character building, but they're not they're just not quite real what a real person would do. I'm really curious I'm really curious to hear if
1: there was like I mean Buffy has to have parents. So that it's real life. <laughs> yes. But it does feel like Joss Whedon and the team, like Fran, I think she was one of the ones who wrote this episode, was just like, I wonder if Joyce will even be in this series for very long. Let's just see. Like, they basically did bare minimum, gave Buffy a parent. Yeah. And
0: and don't spend a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. But they will, they will have to to Oh certainly. I certainly. can see that they will have to like even Buffy mentioning like my parents split up and like this all has to be dealt with like especially when you're as a child of divorce like you have a lot of feelings about it and I was also like a teenager when my parents divorced Interesting. and you have lots of feelings about it when you're when you're a teen but you, you can perceive it but you might not necessarily you could push all that away because you have your own life and you can go. But it, they're all there, so yes. they'll come out. <laughs> yes, I'm also a child of divorce, but my
1: parents were very. Uh, I was very very young. I was three mm-hmm. when they when they split up, and my mom got together with some, um, had a few relationships, but but is a is a single lady, is a single lady now. So so nothing.
0: She's kind of always been a single lady. Oh, wait. Were, were they uh, ever dating uh, trailer trash, which is what Amy calls her dad's partner? Which obviously is something her mother mom told, her. told her. No, no. Teresa's
1: never dated. I can say she's dated a lot of folks. I would never
0: classify anyone my mom has dated as trailer trash. I also hate that term. It's so derogatory. Absolutely. To... Many wonderful people who live in trailers. How do you feel about the term Eurotrash? Well, I don't know. Because we're not in What does we're it mean? I, I like using it to refer to my Italian side. Sure. But and I've spent lots of time in Europe and it calls to mind sort of like the club scene. Yeah. But I'm sure maybe someone from Europe would have would be like an opinion about case. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah So if anyone's listening from Europe, Holla, uh send us a educate: send us a, us. Send us a DM uh, on how you feel about the term euro trash. I mean, it sounds offensive when I'm saying it right now, but maybe it's a beloved term. Who knows? I mean,
1: the europeans my family the Europeans in my family use it as an endearing term, but certainly it's, of course, like all things, that is not always true. mm hmm
0: Yeah. Um, so I do want to talk about the cheerleading. I mean, this whole episode is about cheerleading, which is a huge, I mean, if I bet they kind of sat down and they were like, what are all the things that can happen in high school? And then we'll kind of also pick all these kind of demons to complement all these high school themes. So cheerleading is a big. Especially for women. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Women identifying people tend Mm -hmm. to want to be involved with
0: cheerleading. Mm hmm. So, you went to Skona. Skona huge was cheerleading. Cheer, yeah. I, they have a big cheer team. Shep does. I don't
1: think ours was as big when I was around. Mm. We like, I think most of the resources in our school was was given to the sports teams. And mm. I do not
0: believe that uh, they... Cheer is a
1: sport. Absolutely. But not, <laughs> not to Skona. No, the
0: traditional... I yeah. mean, yes. They just didn't... So, what was your biggest team... At football, mm-hmm.
1: Football was huge at Skona. Football, swimming, basketball and volleyball were pretty big, but football and swimming and football beyond anything, which is sort of really strange to me in Edmonton <laughs> just because it's so cold. <laughs> but, but whatever. People love football here. And football was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, Buffy's in her first year of high school, mm-hmm. so... When I was in my first year of high
0: school, when I was in grade 10. Is she in first... Okay, I did do... We'll talk about this in the prophecy. So, I don't know. High school in the USA starts in grade 9. So, she's in grade 10. Mm -hmm. So, she's in her first year at this school. Right, right. So, she's in her second second year of high high school. So,
1: yeah. It would have been football. And when when I went into SCONA as a grade -er, 10-er, that's all I remember being... That's what I remember being the most powerful sport uh, the most powerful sort of club you could be a part of was either to be a football player, and there was no female football team, or there was no alternative to the to the male teams mm-hmm. at my school, um, and or or you wanted to be dating a football player. Those were honestly the power
0: positions at Sköna. At Sköna, uh, Vic was all about cheerleading. There were no, I mean, there were sports teams, but they weren't they weren't a thing. It was the cheer team. We had a former uh, Edmonton football team uh, cheerleader as the coach of the team. It was all competition-based. We didn't ever cheer at a single uh, sports game because we just didn't have those at Vic. Uh, This is
1: what Bring It On taught me. Bring It On taught me when Kirsten Dunst, when they go to the game with Faith, Eliza Dushku, who Mm -hmm. is Faith in this show, when they go, you know, they, she gets on the team and they go to their first game and Faith is like, this is it. And she's like, no, this is like practice for us.
0: Mm -hmm. And then they, they cheer their. Do the real. Yeah. That was what Vic was. So I did lots of cheer competitions. I was uh, in junior high and I can't remember if I was in grade seven or nine, but I think I was in grade nine. And I did it for a whole year, and it was actually quite intense like I think I'm I went sure. to th- it's like competitive dance yeah I think I went and gymnastics. to gymnastics th- yeah it's like gymnastics and like on the high school team like I we were laughing about these um cheerleaders like flipping around but at Vic you had to be able to do a handspring to be on the high school team uh <laughs> yeah and I mean it they were cool, but it wasn't... It was also Vic. It wasn't really... Because there were no football players. Like, that wasn't a thing. So it was it was just a, a team like anything else. But it was our sport. Yeah, it was your sport. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so I clocked a lot of things in this, in this episode. Like, you don't go to rehearsal in your costume. Just like you don't uh, rehearse a play in your costume. What? They don't? No. <laughs> You wear, like, gym clothes to practice, and then you basically do dress rehearsals. But how
1: will the people watching the show know that those are still I cheerleaders? Know.
0: And I know it's this, like, Hollywood, like, thing, and it's and it's fun, and it's fine. But, but just to clarify, you don't do that. And normally the school holds onto them because they don't want you taking them and smoking or doing anything in your cheer costume. We're having sex or whatever. <laughs> ah, <laughs> defiling it yeah. with all of your high school uh, um, other extracurriculars. Yes, extracurriculars. <laughs> well, maybe this was like a dress rehearsal, if you will. I mean, I guess they were cheering at this game later. Yeah,
1: but you're right. It was pretty <sighs> funny. It's also weird to have a school where they had like change rooms. Sunnydale is like a real high school where they have outdoor like verandas and seats you didn't have change rooms Uh, yes i guess we had change rooms we had locker rooms Mm -hmm. but i guess i just didn't use them that way Mm. like if you weren't on teams i guess no Mm. so so yeah but it's always just like they have showers we have showers Oh God, I'm gonna have to go back into the belly of Scona We had showers. Remind myself of all the. Things Vic is I...
0: very old. It was the first part of it was built in 1912, so it has like old ass stuff. Like, but th- they used to build things way bigger and more intricate back in the 1912s. Uh, uh, and then they just have like lots of janky additions on. But there's tons. There's okay. even, I mean, in the under the theater, there's a whole wing of change rooms. Yeah, for did. the actors.
1: Yeah, we didn't have anything like that. Yeah, no, no, no. When I was doing my acting at Sköna, there, uh, the only bath, the only way you could clean yourself was in the sink, mm-hmm. in one of the few sinks that were there. <laughs> but this might be different for all the new Scona kids who went to new Sköna. I went to pre old old Skona. like the older version of the newer Sköna. But I didn't. I don't come from the time of having all these fancy drama teachers. <laughs> I'm really happy if you do. It sounds amazing. Quite envious <laughs> if you can't tell from the sound of my voice but jealous how did you feel about the fashion of this episode how some did you assembly required, required? Uh, <laughs> uh
0: there wasn't too much of note i did note what i could uh buffy for most of it is kind of wearing this like pink eyeshadow which i love <laughs> uh it looks great on her skin blonde kind of pale. Well, she's always got this like great Frosty. California tan Yeah. Too. Yeah. She looks great. Pink great color on her. Um her fashion is always very girly. Like I love it cuz she's kicking ass and she's like a badass, but she's always very girly in her in her fashion. Uh she one cute outfit which was very 60s, she has like this white early in the episode, white dress on and these polka dot mm-hmm. tights, white polka dot tights, which you only see for like a second, but very cute. Uh, there are, oh, Amy, uh, her bangs are like, tra- they're so bad. They're like. Say it, say it. They're tragic. They're tragic. They're like see-through. It's literally like four hairs. Like they're worse than Buffy's. They're like, you you can't, I was like, I can't even believe bangs can be this thin.
1: No, it's literally one, two, three,
0: four it's just, pieces yeah, of hair. Yeah, and like her forehead, but they're like straight bangs. It's, yeah, not good. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree.
1: I agree. And Amy's obviously wearing, what's cool about costuming in this episode is that you can see Amy's wearing her yellow top, which is not a cheer top, mm-hmm. but it's a yellow top. And she's wearing, like, basically what might have been her mom's old uniform mm-hmm. kind of thing. yeah. So you're getting a lot of information based on the clothes about this character which I don't think you really clock until much later in the episode. Yeah, for sure. Like when did you think when did you think we were going to be dealing with Amy's mom as the villain? Did you know quite early?
0: Um I wasn't sure uh if it was Amy or her mom like it, I kind of thought it was Amy for a second in the middle she uh probably right when what was she doing? She was like grabbing a Barbie. Was it Buffy or was it? No, it was Cordelia Mm -hmm. and putting it in the boiling cauldron of green ooze (laughs) (laughs) of eye of newts. Uh, And I just, the hands looked very young to me. And I was like, I think this is Amy doing it. But then I was, I was actually just confused the whole time. Who was the witch? Uh, And it's obviously supposed to be Amy's mom, who you think is the witch. But I just did, I was, I wasn't quite sure. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I love it for that reason. I also love that you don't get to see the villain in her own body mm. until, like, the last three minutes of the episode. Oh, yeah. So there's this build, 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 build. We don't find out. We find out it's Amy early on, but then they body swapped. Freaky Friday. Yeah, they freaky Friday it up. Yep. <laughs> I just love that. I think that the build of the episode is so good. Yes. It it just really ho- she holds her power for so long in the episode because her power is separated from her body until the very last moment. And mm-hmm. then
0: you're like, you finally wow. meet her. So powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh they <sighs> Cordelia has a lovely Leopard print shirt, which I would wear. Uh, yes, you would. But animal print is one of my favorite prints to wear, so I loved it. Even though Cordelia was like shoving her into a locker, basically. It was very mean. It was very hardcore bullying. It was very high school bullying. Viol- yeah, it yeah. was violent and threatening.
1: It was violent. And it was alone. We saw Cordelia sort of bullying alone. Yeah. It
0: was... Yeah, she's a scary... Which is kind of why her getting blinded is satisfying. Although you still feel bad for her. yeah. But you're like, yeah, fuck you. That's another
1: great thing about the episode is this person who you have no empathy for Mm -hmm. becomes this victim. And you're like, oh, this is confusing. Yeah. Like, she shouldn't get hit by the truck. No. But I'm kind of glad that she failed driver's ed uh, once more. You know?
0: (laughs) Uh, absolutely, Cordelia should never have a driver's license. No. You're a virgin who can't drive. drive. Oh my god! Oh my god! Brittany Murphy. Yeah, I know. I just rewatched it. So good. Oh yeah, Clueless and Buffy are also totally. Oh, the same they're yeah, yeah, absolutely. uh And then Buffy at the end wears this like brown fuzzy dress. It's weird. Yeah, and
1: her hair is also
0: it's like, like a bump of, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's got this it's like Seventies. It. But then I was like, is this a I need to look up Gidget because they refer to Joyce looking like Gidget. Yeah. Um. Or or Fair Faucet. I think they. And I was like, oh, why doesn't she have her Fair Faucet hair? That would be wonderful. But I should look up a Gidget and see. It's w- very
1: '60s. This mm-hmm. long, flowy blouse with like these tall boots.
0: Yeah, and and her hair looks like bumped it like back combed a little. And bit. And her makeup is much darker mm-hmm. too. So, maybe she's taking inspiration from her mother. I don't know that's kind maybe. of what I thought. Maybe hmm. so, why don't I do a little prophecy uh some context uh because Please I do I did a bit of research uh from last episode Moment as I do of silence for the research queen. <laughs> that's me uh so I mean it was light research took five minutes, but uh. The USA system of high school starts in grade 9. Wow.
1: Okay, thank okay. You. And what are you in
0: grade 9? You're a freshman. Okay, you're fresh, a freshman. Fresh person. Fresh meat, I think is what fresh you meant. Fresh meat. Yeah. Uh, grade 10 is sophomore. Sophomore. Where does this word come from? I, I didn't research that okay. far, so <laughs> I don't know. Uh, grade 11, junior. Grade 12, senior. So oh. I believe Buffy is a sophomore. Yes, I
1: think she is a sophomore. Sophomore, I think sophomore. sophomore. No, I think sophomore. But I like sophomore. I like that's making how you it spell it. I know I like forcing the three syllabic word sophomore. into the three syllable. Well, that's how sounds. they do it. So I think that is what's happening. Junior and senior—that's counterintuitive. They yeah, I don't shouldn't get it. be. It feels like they're. It feels like junior should be how you start it. Senior should be how you end it. But fine, fresh meat. Sophomore, junior, senior,
0: senior. and senior. Yes. So See that you know, is right. okay. That is the states, uh, and that's not how we do it here in Alberta. No, and we also don't have names <laughs> for our for... high school years. No, no, we don't. You're just a plain old grade ten, eleven, and twelve. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, th- yeah. The
1: lineage and legacy of high school in America too is also much older. Mm-hmm. So that could be why.
0: The other thing I looked up was we asked last episode, like, we were both curious about mm-hmm. the the diversity that mm-hmm. is potentially not in the show, but maybe in the production side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard for me to research this because I'm trying not to spoil myself, so I couldn't really go too much into, like, the deep <laughs> Wikipedia, but... Uh I did find an article um from 2017, I think this was the 20th, or wait, 20th anniversary? Wait. Yep. Yes, of the show, and it was an interview with Joss Whedon about the diversity in the show. And he said, like, absolutely, it was a failure. And he talks in this article, like, very bluntly, like, yes, it was extremely white. Yes, I was privileged and didn't even think about it, Um, because that's how... Privileged white people in Hollywood went about their lives, especially in the the nineties and and previous and now, of course, but uh he certainly acknowledged that they were complicit in perpetrating a a pure white show as far as we really can see right now. did he also acknowledge the fact that he's a
1: feller writing a female protagonist too? Not that that's mm-hmm. necessarily a it's it's not necessarily problematic, mm-hmm. it's not inherently. Problematic is what I'm saying. I'm just saying that if it isn't an acknowledged and a part of the process, it can be often. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, I don't think he really talked about that specifically in this article. Because they have a lot of
1: female writers on yeah, the show. Yeah, lots
0: of female writers. He mostly talked about the diversity and how, like, he didn't make it a priority and that was a failure. And how they want this new Buffy to be, you know, uh, not a reboot, but just like a, an expansion and and to to help... Tell the story better because it's always better when you have more perspectives. It's always more interesting. Yes. It's always better. And also more is possible. Yeah. And you just it's there's so much more material. Yeah. There's it's just better. Yeah. The art is better. Yeah. The product that you get is better. Is better. And he and he talked about that and you know, I was watching Firefly for the first time. <laughs> uh check my Firefly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the offshoot, uh, but that show is also Joss Whedon, um, and it's later, mm-hmm. uh, and it is it's more diverse, like mm-hmm. just from the casting perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a really cool like lead actor. She's a badass. I can't remember her name, uh, but uh, we'll talk about that in the Firefly podcast. Yes, but six years from now, but you can see his perhaps like wanting or, or progression or or. I don't know what it is, but but hopefully it's a more conscious effort to be better, be a better person. <laughs> yeah, you know, and be a better artistic leader. Yes. Uh, yeah, I hope so, too.
1: I mean, certainly in this reboot, if it ever happens, uh, the
0: lead slayer,
1: mm-hmm. I believe, is a black woman.
0: Yeah, um, that's what I read, too, but I don't really know much about it. Again, try not to mm-hmm. spoil
1: and buffy buffy remains incredibly white but it doesn't stay this white so mm. so this is this is the whitest buffy gets okay. is its beginning
0: Well, it's all white it, it's all white <laughs> so the whitest it gets is all white <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which um, um leads me into maybe some bewitched bothered and bewildered eh. uh which i do have some stuff to talk about in this episode oh please do uh yeah they it's kind of one of the first times that like fatness is brought up absolutely so there's there's a bunch of talk about weight and dieting fatness um broth diets yeah and and you know doing these things but never gaining a pound or or like lots of comments about especially about cheerleading and of course that that world is very and and anything that has to do with your body is incredibly surrounded by fat phobia and uh, and if not fat phobia certainly a
1: a healthy dose of judgment
0: yeah which regardless. is fat phobia it sure. just is it just is and uh and and uh, it's troubling but that is also high school like high and and hopefully maybe it's different now with the children maybe they have more access to inspiring people who talk about these issues but we It was harder for us in the age of the non-internet to have maybe access to stories or representation or...
1: I think the episode still does a good job of acknowledging that that relationship that Amy has with Amy's mother and Amy have with fasting, starving themselves and dieting is unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, Buffy isn't like, oh, cool, great. That's how you stay so thin. Mm -hmm. Buffy's like oh, this is information that I'm hearing that is troubling to me and makes me want to reach out and care for you. And the very last line of the episode is Buffy saying, uh, when Amy's like, I'm going to eat a bunch of brownies, and I think she says, oh, and and maybe I'll get fat. Buffy says, yeah, and I think that looks really in this summer. Mm -hmm. So I think that there is an acknowledgement that I don't, I think that it's seen as a problem Mm -hmm. in this episode.
0: I mean, I also think it's, it's easy to say it's a problem, but there's still no fat characters in yep. the show, and everyone is a thin white person. So yes. you can even talk about it, and it can seem like Inclusive you're like, oh, let's go eat a plate of brownies. But it's when it comes from a thin white person, it just doesn't. It's it, it doesn't hit the same way, and it's not actually really real. Like the they can say that, but they're not actually doing it or showing people who who have different body types for sure
1: it's it's just lip service, yeah, yeah, exactly, oh my God and and can you imagine these actors in Hollywood too, oh doing making jokes like this? Yes, they're thin and they're white, and they have all of the privilege and all of the opportunity mm-hmm. and very few barriers because of i don't e I don't even know, like like uh, it can it can just be so it's so simplified mm. in this world, none of the characters, as you say, actually have life experience, or look like people they're showing to have so much empathy for, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, But all of these actors in Hollywood are constantly just pulling out their hair about looking the way that other people want them to look.
0: Yeah. So there oh, is some... can't even get started on the Marvel Universe, like... No. Which Joss Whedon is also in well yeah and he's a producer of mm-hmm. that he's a writer and a producer of that yeah and the show. and the bodies They're, are yeah. like that it's all about bodies it's all about these it's s- all about the suits which means the otherworldly it's all about bodies, bodies yes. yes yeah so it's like always and it's just something to like keep in mind as we watch and and this is us also about us watching bodies doing things and and fighting and and things like that but again like it 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 just like continues to perpetuate that like fat bodies can't do those things. They say they can do them, but they don't actually show anyone doing them, mm-hmm. um, which is it's troubling. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's a great thing to bring up for Bewitched, Fathered and Bewildered. Yeah. And it, it's important to work through it. But but um, I think a, I mean, a lot of shows of this era struggle with with all kinds of representation but a lot of fat phobia Mm -hmm. and the 90s uh, and 2000s in the era of like uh the supermodel was very uh the ideal supermodel body was a was a rail thin kind of they call it like the um heroin chic or whatever you know yes oh yes so i
1: remember this was kate moss yes having like a concave stomach this is Mm -hmm. like the peak yeah the late 90s were the peak of of thinness, like Paris Hilton, yeah,
0: uh, Nicole Richie. So these were idolized in Hollywood. Yeah, the, the thin blonde, um, almost sickly-looking person, the dead women was was <laughs> fashion, but yes, but troubling. And it's before the era of the booty, which is what we're. In <laughs> yes,
1: I feel we're in that. I, my my booty's definitely in that era right now. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: always has been. <laughs> but but it's good. It's good to talk about this stuff, and we'll continue to talk about it in bewitched, bothered, and bewildered.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's interesting how you can have this character, this this female superhero before before there was. A female superhero in my life Mm -hmm. and how that can feel so transgressive if that's the word it it can feel so new so modern Mm -hmm. so dangerous so um i want to even say controversial Mm -hmm. and yet you're not even scratching the surface
0: and it can be all those things like it can be amazing and like pushing forward Women and and feminism, but it can also be, you know, fat phobic and all these things. Like all of those things can be true, which I think a lot of people might think it, it cancels out each other. Like that something cannot. I mean, the intersections are just really complicated to talk about. But I I still think it can be it can be good and feminist and be pushing forward this wonderful strong female character while failing while in... failing in other areas. Certainly, yeah. I think Buffy would agree with us right now. <laughs>
1: I do. I feel her with me right now. And I think she would be like, yes. Yes. Listen
0: to your friend. Yes. <laughs> the spirit of Buffy is with us. Oh, bless her. Where's Mr. Pointy? Uh Oh, we left him outside. Oh, my God. Oops. <laughs> oh, the episode's canceled. Stop. I'm hitting stop. Stop the episode. I'm hitting the stop the stop record button okay you know what else i learned um that xander's real name is alexander harris and i i really like didn't think that xander was a shortened form of alexander (laughs) you didn't no no i've never heard anyone called
1: xander i went for like five seasons being like (laughs) his name is xander not alexander and other fans being just really putting me in my place just about a simple
0: fact his name is his name. alexander he says it in the third episode I know, but we don't call him but his name is xander his name
1: is xander which is
0: such a weird like alexander shortened is alex there's no such thing as xander i have heard some xanders but is it because buffy exists i don't know, I don't know. okay any xanders out there get in touch with us <laughs> hit us up in the dm (laughs) if marley is gonna take your
1: xander story as being real you have to have been a xander before 1997 true 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 so if you're pre-1997 then yes get in touch
0: oh another thing i noted uh they buffy refers to amy as sabrina Mm -hmm. which implies that sabrina the teenage witch exists in the universe of sunnydale well which sabrina
1: universe because is also, like, a 60s film.
0: Uh, well, and I think it originally it's from the comics, like yeah. the Archie comics. Yeah. So Archie comics exist in this world. I think that's true. I don't
1: think Melissa Joan Hart's, like, 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 like 4.30 T.J.A.F. four thirty T J A F T J
0: T.J.A.F. show, like, you know, with Boy Meets mm. World,
1: was what she was referring to.
0: Although maybe, because wasn't it on at the same time? Time or was it Sabrina later? Okay, add it on I don't the research. Know. I'm putting it on the research I list. Know. I never watched that show. I did. I loved it. Um, I watched
1: Topanga. You probably
0: hated it because it's sort of like Buffy, but like I,
1: more fluffy. I remember Zelda. I remember The Crazy Ants and absolutely wanting to move in with The Crazy Ants and having a cat named Salem. Oh, I yeah. Know the world.
0: I never watched it. I I read. Books, Sabrina the Teenage Witch books, which were just Melissa Joan Hart like on the cover. Like, it, I think there were oh. books based on the television show, which is horrible, but I loved reading them as a child. Oh, was
1: it just an easy read? Oh
0: yeah, it would be like Sabrina goes back to ancient Egypt, chapter two. Yeah, <laughs> so easy. But I really loved those books. I had tons of them. There was like thousands of them. Oh my god! Young That's adult so cute. fiction. I loved it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Yeah, heartthrob for me. No, I Sarah just... Michelle
0: Geller, Melissa Joan Hart. They're three names. They kind of look exactly the same. I think they're it blonde. was very popular. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt was another oh, one at that yes. time. But Topanga, and I
1: don't know the actress who plays Topanga, but Topanga was, I was obsessed. I was as obsessed with Topanga as I was with Buffy. I never for a watched Boy Meets World. I never watched World. it. No. Honestly, I only, my brother, no, did Luca like to watch it? One of my friends liked to watch it. I remember going over with them and watching it with their brothers and falling in love with Topanga.
0: Mm. The girls were always better in those shows. (laughs) Anyway, that's just me reminiscing. That's just you. So, okay, I'll put it on the list, the research
1: list. So we're trying to find where Buffy falls in the world of Sabrina.
0: Yeah, okay. I just always find it fascinating in shows where they reference like celebrities or or like pop culture mm-hmm. but you're like but you are in the mm-hmm. pop culture and and you as a character like what if Buffy referenced like Freddie Prince Jr. but then like <laughs> you know what I mean I just like like how also, what
1: universe <laughs> you're bringing something up that's a really important thematic thing to talk about when it comes to the writing of the show mm-hmm. and that is that Buffy is her reference game is incredible mm-hmm. she references mother dearest yeah and i was like she's seen mother that? dearest yeah and and in the same breath will be like i don't know how to do school or <laughs> whatever <laughs> so she's for me she's like incredibly pop culture literate literature literate there's all these different ways that buffy is The smartest character in the show. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, she just can't do school or she can't do sleigh. She just can't do
0: the thing. And I'm like, how is she learning this? You have to watch movies and television to learn about pop culture, especially in the 90s. But it doesn't really show her watching movies. But also, a week has passed, so maybe she watched a bunch of movies. Yeah.
1: (laughs) She definitely watches movies Mm -hmm. and cartoons later. Okay. They're just
0: layering it in. They're just layering it in. I mean, it's only the third episode, so. I shan't get too nitpicky, That's but right. I will.
1: <laughs> you will, and then I might have to, I don't know, remind you mm-hmm. who you're talking to. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you hear that? I just threatened her.
0: <laughs> wow. With Mr. Pointy.
1: No, he's not even in the room. <laughs> I don't even have With my weapon. With your witch power.
0: They, the witch power is, like, incredible. Because the magic, they... Giles can do magic, mm-hmm. like, and which... Seems to me like anyone can do magic if they have the the tools at hand, which mm-hmm. is in D&D, wizards are like that. Mm-hmm. If you if you study, uh, you can do magic, arcane magic. Uh, but she also seems to have maybe other heightened magical powers because she like... Or she's a natural, yeah, if you will. She like death grips, very Darth Vader, like death grip Xander. Uh, and, and then she
1: just straight up punches Willow. Yeah, in
0: the face. And then she, um, like, summons, like, Akio, the, <laughs> the axe. So, she's got, like, without saying incantations or, or spells or whatever. So, she's, she has magic in her. Yes. Or she's mastered these things that she doesn't need to. Yeah, she's stay. at a, a high level yes. of witchery. Yeah. And I do love that it's very potions class, the whole thing. I love potions.
1: Don't you love the Barbie voodoo dolls? Oh, I
0: love it. Yeah, it's also very 90s to it's use Barbies. So... Oh yes. Mm-hmm.
1: No, no. Let's not make our own dolls. Let's. She
0: doesn't have time for that. Yeah. Let's go Get buy some Barbies it. Yeah. and cut their hair so they look like Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Buffy Barbie doll? There was. Yes, there was.
1: Do you there have was it? A... I had a Buffy doll, mm-hmm. and now I I have a
0: Buffy, um, like. Oh, I found them because I was at your house looking for DVDs, (laughs) looking for Firefly, and I found your Buffy dolls. And I was like, I think this is Buffy, and I think this one is Angel, and I think this one's Spike, my boyfriend.
1: You (laughs) You saw their hair, blonde and red. Spike was like
0: a demon man, but they—they're those. I don't know what they're called, but they've got the huge heads. They got the huge heads. Yeah.
1: Cindy gave those to me. Aww. I know. Hi, Cindy. Perfect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh so you do have a, a Barbie of sorts? I do. I have my doll. I have my doll and I have my steak. Do some voodoo. Mm-hmm. Okay G, is there anything else you want to bring up from the episode? No. We pretty much covered it all. Yeah, we did pretty much We did pretty much cover it all.
1: Do you have a favorite line from the episode? This is, I feel, I feel a bit stupid for saying this, but I really like when Buffy is still in her very drunk phase of being cursed. I love when she's like, mmm, juice! I think it's very, very funny. Very, very funny. And, and, I think that's what I'm going to pick. That's what I'm going to pick. That's what you're going to pick.
0: I... I was listening for a line because I usually just write down my favorite line when I hear it. But I didn't really hear any, like, zingers that got me in this episode. Um, Cordelia has another really good one, which I could actually hear you
1: saying. If you were, if you were having a really bad day, mm-hmm. I could hear you saying, uh, what does she say? Mm, these, uh, s- these grapes are sour when she passes... <laughs> Buffy and Amy. These grapes, grapes are, are sour. sour. <laughs> Which I really love. If in doubt, we can always turn to Cordelia's page. Oh, yeah. In the Buffy episode book. Yeah. And pick anything she says. Absolutely. Uh, love her, hate her. Yeah. Gotta have her. Gotta have her. We totally do have to have this sort of universal person we can all watch get a little tortured every episode. And we're mm-hmm. like, you'll live because you're a bee.
0: But she's so resilient. She'll always come back and be confident, which is inspiring (laughs) in a way uh, to have these things happen to you and be like, I'm still amazing. (laughs) You had to drive a car through the school fence and almost get hit by
1: a truck and not feel any... And be quite
0: unfazed at the end of it. And be like, oh, Buffy's such a freak.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she also has a healthy... like cup of denial with
0: her espresso every morning extreme denial of what's happening i yes absolutely okay okay i think that's it uh well uh if you have any corrections or any uh answers to our uh questions which i don't even remember what we posed in the episode you can hit us up at my best friend thinks she's buffy at gmail.com And my best friend thinks she's Buffy on the
1: gram. Yeah, hit
0: us up on the gram. We'll post some stuff from this episode. Um, Probably some witchery because the mom is hot and we have to do her justice. We do have to do her justice. And I might look up her name to post on the gram.
1: Yeah, and maybe all the other wonderful acting gigs she's done because obviously that actress is...
0: Oh, she was wonderful. The real deal. Yep. Um, Next week's episode is called, I want to tell you what it's called. Because you covered my eyes when we were watching the DVD, so
1: I wouldn't see it. I did. It's a weird DVD in that it just has titles. There's no numbers. Episodes, so you have to just know. You have to just know and, and intuit right? what comes <laughs> where.
0: The next episode is called... Teacher's pet. Ooh! (laughs) Teacher's pet. So we're going to have, and truly, there's been no teachers at this school so far, (laughs) so it would be nice to see a a teacher doing anything. What, what,
1: Giles? No, he's just a librarian. He's
0: not a teacher. Also, before we go, may I make a request that in your
1: fashion files Mm -hmm. that you also take a look at what Giles is wearing for me? Okay. I haven't really clocked it because it's quite boring. I think it is quite boring. I'm just curious if you noticed anything that I'm missing. I want <laughs> That to, you're missing? That
0: I'm missing okay. when
1: I see it. All I see is tweed.
0: I know, me too. And so I feel like, like he's wh- wearing the
1: exact same thing every, every episode.
0: Every episode? Okay, I haven't really clocked that, but that's a good thing I just to want to note. put that on your radar. Put that bug in my ear. Well, uh Okay, Teacher's Pet. Yes. We'll see you next time. See for you next teacher's time. pet. Okay, thanks for listening. arg gur gur arg